Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Business in Heels podcast, the podcast that inspires and educates women in business globally to succeed. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Hi and welcome to episode 9 of the Business and Heels podcast and I am Anne-Marie Cross, your host. Now many barriers facing women and girls in sport, including the right to equal pay, workplace conditions, career progression, equal access to competition, so, so much more. Well, my guest today is a self-confessed strategic connector, agent for change and equalist. Equalist. She's the co-owner of Business and Heels, Jo Plummer, with her portfolio across women, water and football and therefore is well equipped to speak for our next topic money in respect to women in sport now joe specializes in developing and implementing strategy engineering business improvement initiatives and managing change she also has a strong commercial background having held senior roles in buying and product development business and merchandise planning and strategic design with well-known retail brands for over 20 years now on today's show joe's going to share player or not most people love sports now imagine if you could connect your business with this love and today you'll learn just how you can get started she's also going to be talking about there's no secret that women are vastly underrepresented when it comes to decision making roles and especially sharing in the financial spoils in business and she's going to talk more about that today as well as don't love sport but love extending your business into growing markets going to be talking a lot more about that today as well so joe welcome to the show Hi, Anne-Marie. Thank you very much. It's a great pleasure. This is a hot topic, isn't it? Women, money, and especially in sports. It it sounds very politically loaded, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Just tell us a little bit of a background, how you got involved in this. I mean, obviously, you've got a passion for for sports. Absolutely. So, So growing up, I was a bit of a tomboy and was lucky enough to get involved in football, meaning the world game. Mm-hmm. And of course, when I started kicking a ball around with my dad, who, you know, obviously was a 10 pound pom from the UK, um, there were no women's teams. And in fact, I tried to register myself as a teenager and, and wasn't able to. Um, and through that love have obviously sort of kept with it. Now I have children who also love football but I guess for me it's not so much necessarily the particular game you play it's about sport in general Mm -hmm. and I guess the you know the social and economic prosperity that that can bring to a community and women unfortunately have not received their fair share of um of that pie and so it's um you know it's just another one of those 
particular areas that we need to focus on. Mm, absolutely. And, you know, I know in the workplace, there are many conversations that we have had on other podcasts and we only need to look in the news and other and other media to recognise that too. But very much here it is involved in sports. So let's talk about player or not. Most people love sports. Now imagine if we could connect business with this love and some things to help us get started. What are some things that we need to start to do? Businesses certainly need to understand, and I'm particularly focused on gender equality, obviously, and women in business. So I think quite often, uh, you know, women do love sport, and you can absolutely see in the attendance and so forth how they get behind and support those um, those particular teams and, and so on. But, of course, the power of grassroots sport is really important. Mm. And so if you're running a business, depending on how big your reach is, whether it's local or more than that, grassroots sport can offer you real opportunities in getting your name out there and, and getting heard. So whether it's through sponsorship and marketing and supporting events, you know, getting involved in administration, et cetera, et cetera, that can actually be really helpful, helpful to you and your business in creating that profile. Mm. In fact, as you're saying that, I know that uh, I have been on one of the committees here in our local council, which very much is very supportive of local business groups. And one of the things that they did was connect local business groups with local sporting, like the cricket club, footy, and that those clubs were always looking for, and they loved it for support from business and other opportunities in the, the fact of sponsorship and so forth. And you get a lot of people going through mums dads families going through so i can imagine incredible exposure well absolutely and if you think that you know women in business or certainly women starting business from home is the fastest growing sector in the economy so imagine when we think about the size of the sporting pie how we can connect the two of those to get a win-win benefit mm. So really, we need to start to take a proactive approach in reaching out. And are there any specific places that people can go to? I mean, I just mentioned here in our local community, there are obviously through the council, they have a, a vast list of the various sporting groups. I mean, that's a great place to start. Are there any other ways that you've seen work really well? Yeah, look, I, I think certainly getting in at the association level. So um, it's it's terrific to look around your local area and, and see what's available there. But actually, if you want to make a real difference, get in at the, the association level and really think about how you map some of your own strategic goals in business to perhaps some of theirs mm. so that it is indeed a win-win. It's not just about a monetary exchange. It's about thinking about how you help each other grow and where your values and goals align. It's interesting you should say that just as an idea. I mean, obviously, we've got Business and Heels podcast here, and this is for the women who are in business and part of Business and Heels. But I always love to share examples to give people an idea on how to brainstorm their own ideas. I've got a podcast that's called Women in Leadership. Now, I love to highlight women who are up and coming, who are learning, who've got some insights to share. So maybe what you're saying is go to some of these associations. There may be women who are on the team who would love to share their insights, that kind of thing. Absolutely. But mm. even in terms of, so let's just say you go to Football Federation Victoria, which yeah. is the state body for, for the round game, mm -hmm. and talk to them about some of the goals that they are looking to achieve through things like leadership programs, mm. diversity 
um, initiatives. It might be around mentoring, coaching. And we really need to think about how do we get women behind, on and off the pitch, into you know these these roles that are really really important. And it's not just about providing oranges and you know canteen supplies on the yeah. day. Mm. And that's really how we we make a difference. Great initiative there, and it really is reaching out and finding out how can we support. What are things that you really need, and and how can we support? And if it really aligns with some of the things that we're doing, that's when you're saying that there's a win 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 because obviously for the other people that get involved too. Let's talk about no secret that women are vastly underrepresented when it comes to decision making and also the sharing in the financial spoils in business. This is also mm. true in, in sports. What are you seeing happening in, in, in sports in this area? Are there any changes that are occurring that are bubbling along for a positive that the conversation is being had? Absolutely. We are seeing change. I mean, there's no doubt it's not quick enough and it's it's not deep enough. Mm. But are absolutely seeing change from when you know our our Olympians, our female Olympians, got to travel at the back of the Airbus, um, <laughs> while the male superstars got to to travel at the front. But certainly, when you look at the different codes, I mean, tennis has already made some terrific strides into prize money and the like. And I, you know, we've certainly heard that cricket are looking to follow because that has been notoriously awful. Um, but certainly there's there's other areas that still need to make significant improvements like, you know, golf and the world game, the one that I'm involved in. Um, there are enormous um, disgraceful differences in, in mm. the gender pay gap in, in all sorts of roles, not just prize money. So, you know, it's really, you know, it's still a conversation that we need to continue to have. I am certainly in the last few years a bit of a believer in targets because, you know, if we're to achieve real change um, in any strategy, you always set yourself a goal and measure that. Mm. And setting targets for some of those things is no different. I mean, you're saying that we need a conversation. So obviously, yes, that's really very important. But at what stage do you then kind of say, you know, we need to really start taking some significant action because we can sit around the board tables discussing this till the cows come home. Uh, but certainly people have to start to, to make some some changes because, I mean, goodness gracious, I mean, you, you think women are, are delivering and contributing just as much as their male counterparts, if in some instances more. So shouldn't they be rewarded the same absolutely and I think it's it's a real role for community I mean certainly I mean you talk about boards and so forth that's another terrific way for women to have influence is to make sure mm. that they're getting in at those top levels and really helping to influence and and shape the future yeah. but certainly as businesses who are potentially supporting um, sporting groups and associations and the like they should insist on gender equity um, through representation, um, through prize money, through the way people are represented, if if they are to say and make a real stand on things that are okay and things that are not okay, mm -hmm. in the same way that we no longer tolerate, um, you know, bullying or racist behaviour, we should absolutely not tolerate um, unequal behaviour between genders. Yeah. And of course, Business and Heels is very much um, aligned. They recognise that, as you said, women starting their business from home is the fastest growing sector in our economy. And of course, money and sport. This, and I didn't realise, till Lisa said, and that course is that um, your co-director, 
I didn't realise yeah. that. I said, you mean our Joe? That she said, go and speak to our Joe about this. So share a bit more about how Business and Heels is getting behind this. Yeah, so Money in Sport, we are really, really proud to be partnering with these guys. So it's a three-day conference, basically, that's mm. held in November on the Gold Coast. And it's an absolutely fantastic conference where uniting industry leaders and decision makers from around the world under, you know, come together under one roof and really provide a whole bunch of relevant discussions, exclusive insights and networking opportunities. And so we have partnered with them with the view to getting more women to get a seat to this table, to think about, okay, if, you know, if I could go along to this three-day conference and network and really make some terrific connections and think about how do I develop those into business relationships, mm. that is another great way to create change. You know, another little interesting fact is that less than 1% of female-owned organisations do business with the big corporate giants. Wow. Now, that is quite outstanding when you think about it. Um, and so what we're saying, you know, sport is very male-dominated. There is lots of money in sport. So how about we get some of our female-owned organisations and business minds to conferences like this to make sure that they start getting a seat to the table. Absolutely. And, you know, as you're sharing that, I mean, I would imagine there are incredible businesses out there that probably have no idea, or maybe they do. Is it difficult? Is the barrier to get these opportunities far greater, more challenging for women in business than you think men in business? Is it one of those, um, it's not who, you, you know, not, not what you know, but who you know kind of a scenario? Are there barriers that we're finding? that women in business just can't seem to get their you know their their foot in the door look i think i think that's absolutely right and we are again starting to overcome some of those cultural and political barriers but absolutely it is about who you know and who you're willing to get to know you, you can't get a hold of these these opportunities by sitting behind you know, your desk and hoping that they're going to come to you. Yeah. You've actually got to get out and meet people and develop relationships and showcase your talent. Um, you know, we've got amazing professional women out there that do all sorts of incredible things that can really contribute to these sporting organisations and at the same time showcase their own business. You know, it's interesting, just recently I spoke to a gentleman um, around uh, women in leadership because one of the things, or a few of the things that he said, I really respected and coming from a male, he was saying he he worked with some incredible women who just shone as leaders and in an actual fact, some of them just outshone men because we've got some natural skills that are really appreciative in leaders that inspire and empower their team. One of the things that he did say though, and he was from the UK, was that men typically tend to network a lot better, make established relationships and nurture that, which is quite interesting because women, you know, are great speakers often, but the whole networking, building those really important relationships was something that women didn't tend to do. This is something that you do very well. You're a self-confessed strategic connector. What would be some of the things that are really important for women who are looking to make a change, looking to tap into some of the things we've spoken today, what do we need to start doing as far as networking and strategically connecting? Well, I think the biggest thing that we hear for women is confidence. 
and trust. So firstly, let's let's look at confidence. Women tend to think about all the things that they're not good at and what they should do before they actually get out and, and, and start meeting people, whether it's another course, another qualification, another something, because they're just not, you know, they just don't quite have it or so they think in their own mind. So one one of the things you need to do is just think about getting over yourself um, <laughs> yeah. and getting yourself a really good wing chick and getting out there. But do it strategically. The last thing you want to be doing is going to every networking, you know, function under the sun and, you know, collecting lots of business cards and being a bit of a troll. What you really need to do is to go to places where it counts, that's right for your business. It's going to have up and downstream um businesses that you can actually work with more strategically and you can refer business and the like. Mm. So I think, you know, that that's really important to just get out there and develop that confidence. Yes. It's so true, isn't it? And I came from a, the career industry, spent many decades, and often women who were incredibly skilled in their role did not put themselves forward for a job because they had you know, only eight out of the 10 requirements. Yet men who only had five or even less thought, you know what, I'm just going to put my hand up. They can only say no. Yet we as women, we really are so hard on ourselves. We, we're limiting ourselves from stepping out and putting our hand up. Have you find that too? Absolutely. And in, interestingly, one of the things that we've done with this money in sport and have influenced in, in this conference is that they have traditionally had a golfing day on the Sunday prior to the conference commencing. Yeah. And they'll still do that. And there might be a couple of women that you know, are certainly interested in doing that. But what we've talked them into doing is, is um, because it's at a beautiful location at the star, um, is to have a pamper package. So how many women would love to go along and have a pamper package on a Sunday yeah. afternoon and meet other like-minded men and women in the sporting industry and network that way? Mm -hmm. So part of it is about, is about getting an environment that you are comfortable in. As a woman, I'm not particularly interested in golf but I am absolutely interested in, you know, having my, my toenails painted and so forth. Now, I know that sounds very girly and there'll be no doubt lots of guys out there that, are, you know, would love to go and have a massage or, or do whatever. Yes. So I think it's about finding an environment that you're really comfortable in. Oh, so true. Tell us that this money in sport then, this three-day event, is that something that's relatively new or has been running for quite some time? It's been running, I think, this is its third year from I think the third year um, and each year that they are you know they are really looking to improve upon it and you know the sorts of you know people and businesses that they've got there it just looks absolutely amazing when you look at their website and you know the, the types of relationships that they've established it really I mean they've just announced all of their 2017 speakers and the like it will be a, a terrific event and you know even if you don't love sport and you're a smart businesswoman then, you know, sport is a growing market. And, and if you think about Asia on our doorstep and they are knocking on our Australian doors trying to get a piece of the sporting pie from us because we, we do it so well, 
it's something that you really should consider as as something to grow your business into the future. Yeah, because as you say, there's a significant amount of money in sports. I mean, Australians, many of them love sports. I mean, here in Victoria, I mean, there's only a handful that of people that leave when the you know the football finals are on. Uh, pretty much, <laughs> the streets are empty. Probably down where you are too, down in Geelong, the streets are empty because everybody's either at the footy or in front of the TV watching. The, the finals so yeah it's an incredibly you know lucrative market when you're looking at op opportunities for sure so men and women both go so obviously that's great they are uh, having both men and women participate and, and contribute to the to the conversation yes absolutely you know they've got some terrific um, and we wouldn't support it if they weren't actually supporting women and in fact you know kudos to them they've really embraced business and heels and sort of said to us okay how can we learn from you and how can we just you know continue to improve what we're doing they're, they're very committed to getting gender equality um, in the conference and, and, you know, with the opportunities that, that it provides. Yes. And I mean, I think when you look at it from the point of view of also business and heels and our partnering with money in, in sport, I mean, it's incredible opportunity. What you have, have just recommended that we do as women in business, you at the helm of business and heels have done that. So did you reach out to money in, in sport then and, and position, you know, an, an opportunity or did they come to you? Now, isn't that, that's a great question, Anne-Marie, because actually one of my roles in sport is as advisory board member for Victoria Patriots, which is a bid for an A-League team in the Geelong and Greater Western Victoria region. And through that connection, um, developing a relationship through one of one of the contacts there, and actually the the, the gentleman that I was talking to actually runs money in sport, and of ah. course just learning about each other's businesses and what we were doing um, together, we had this epiphany that um, you know wouldn't it be fantastic if we could actually do X Y Z. And so it's through networking and relationship building that this was created. This opportunity was created. Amazing. And of course. My, my um, modus operandi is to, to say yes and work the rest out later. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad I asked that question because, uh, you know, here what you're saying is, is, is exactly what you did. Here was someone that you already had uh, as part of your network and through curiosity and finding out more about each other's business, you were both able to recognise a, a real common uh, common vision and, and goals that you could support one another and now look what's happening. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, initially neither one of us had money on our mind and I think that's really important too. When you stop thinking about, um, you know, the money side of things and start thinking about the strategic opportunities and how you can help each other, the rest will come. Mm. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. I think sometimes you really need to build the foundations, don't you? For instance, there may be a win-win a, a where you can volunteer, where you can provide some support. And as you are contributing, as you are sharing, your skills, your expertise is on show. And so that then furthers the conversation uh, and opportunities down the track. Whereas so many people expect to go in uh, and they haven't built the relationship yet. And uh, I think the foundations are so important to build first. 
Absolutely, because trust is so, so important. In fact, we touched on that earlier. And women, I think, um, you know, it's really interesting. I once heard somebody say to me that, you know, men tend to, you know, meet someone, do business, and then they'll go have a round of golf. Women are different to that. Mm. We kind of want that round, the equivalent of the round of golf first to get to know and trust someone and really deepen that relationship before we, we do business with them. Yeah. Um, so there is a real difference there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes too, I think when you're talking around the confidence, that sometimes the opportunity to even have a conversation, hey, about supporting, can I support you? What is it that you need? Is there some, you know, common alignment? Sometimes we don't even broach that conversation because we're fearful that there may be a no because we take it so personally, whereas it's absolutely <laughs> not. It may just not be the right timing. So it really is encouraging to have the conversation, see where it leads. Maybe not this month something happens, but but down the track. It's just having those conversations, don't we? Absolutely. And, you know, helpful, positive people attract, you know, the same types of people. So together, if, you know, if you can develop that relationship of win-win and being helpful and, you know, really thinking outside of the box, those things, those opportunities will come to you, but yeah. not from behind your desk. No, no. We have to get out from behind the desk to have actual real physical conversations, have the, be, have the confidence to have the conversations and, and build those relationships for sure. So how can we as individual members of Business and Heels um, get behind the Business and Heels and the money and sport? What are some practical things that we can do to support both organisations? Well, look, what we would love, ideally, would be to see people come to the conference. Mm -hmm. um, it would be fantastic if some of our members can really take a leap of faith and go along and find out what it's all about. Um, and, and they can do that through going into the Money in Sport um, slash Business and Heels page and actually booking their ticket to go along. And we'd really love to, you know, hear people's stories and journeys to see, you know, and before before going, if, if people want to talk to us and say to us, well, how is it that we could tackle this and maybe set some goals together on how many people they'd like to meet and the sorts of people they'd like to meet and really work some of those things through, we'd love to have a chat to people about that. And, of course, hear how people went and who they connected with and how that might set them up for the future. Yeah, absolutely. And an idea that I had, Joe, and see what you think about this, some of the women that do reach out and do that about the stories and the, the, the things that they have learned, we may be able to feature some of those stories here on Business and Heels podcast so that we can kind of hear how they went and the people they connected with and see how that's going to impact you know the goals that they set maybe that's something that could be um really nice a story to cover down the track brilliant idea brilliant idea so i'm assuming amory you'll you'll pop on the obvious you know the link for people to be able to absolutely to book that. yeah absolutely that would be a terrific way um to really measure people's um, opportunity and success. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, when you look at the amount of women in business who are part of the Business in Heels collaboratively throughout the nation, imagine if we united, what a voice 
that would have, what an impact we could make collaboratively to contributing to the conversation and to have an impact that women who are in their career in sports, whether it be through leadership, whether it be actually on the sports field, uh, if we could have some impact positively on, on any of the things that are happening for them. I mean, our job's done or, or in the process of getting done anyway. I mean, how exciting would that be? Yes, terrific. Yeah. yeah terrific. So, Joe, thank you so very much. And thank you for spearheading this. I mean, obviously, um, there's so many incredible things that, that you guys are doing as part of the business in heels. And I think, you know, to champion this, to, to align yourself with money in sports and, and kind of, I think, contribute and, and continue that conversation. You know, it, every step and every conversation is going to get to that point where someday that equality, and let's hope it's a lot sooner than later. So thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Well, that brings us to the end of another show. Please go and check out The Money in Sport. What we will do is we'll put the link here on the show notes, on the show page. But of course, you can find all of the details by going to businessandheels.com. All of the um, you know the sponsors and the partners that they have, and of course, Money in, in Sport is on their partner page. One of the things that we want to do is tell us one of the ahas that you've taken away from today's show. Maybe you've got a little bit more confidence and you're going to get out and book one more event that next week maybe to go and have a conversation with someone so that you can continue to build your network and as always we look forward to reading your comments connecting with you at one of our upcoming in-person or maybe even one of the online networking events remember get clear walk with confidence as your destination is closer than you think